Hey, babe. What's up, babe? So, you know, I've been, you know, I'm reading one of, one of, well, reading always a lot of books. And so one always of, a lot of books, one of the books, you know, that I'm reading, um, which has a, a little bit of, uh, intimate moments in it. Yeah. Y- you know what I'm talking about? Um, yeah. I just, I, I was confused in, in part of it and I wanted to see, see what you thought about this. How do you spell the word come? C-U-M. I've, I've read it C-O-M-E, but always just C-U-M. Why do you think that there's two different ways to spell it? Um, I mean, I think one of them is like the porno spelling, and that's the one we use, you know, the, like my favorite. Who's we? You know, like people like us, you, me. I'm confused by this. How do you typically spell it when you're, you know, referring to orgasming or, you know, ejaculate or whatever? How have you spelled it in the past? C-U-M. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. Hey, you, you forget, we have sexted before, so. Um, <laughs> I knew how you spelled it, and I just wanted the the listeners to hear you say how you spelled it. Um, yeah, I mean, that's... That's the more porno way to spell it, I think. I don't, I don't know if it's actually a word. I don't know if Webster actually sat down and was like, hey, you know what we need to put in this big-ass book? Come. They're like, it's right here. C-O-M-E. No, no, no. Not that come. Hmm. I'm talking like, you know, in your face come. Hmm. Like, pull out and shoot it on your back come. Hmm. Okay. I'm going to have to look that up. Yeah. I think I bet Webster had that discussion with his assistant. Wait, in our scenario, who's the assistant? I'm going to say Monica Lewinsky. So this was <laughs> definitely relevant information. <laughs> this is the adulting under the influence podcast. I'm Jean. And I'm Jason. Alright, so you looked it up. I did. So what did uh, old Webster have to say? Uh, you know, Webster is pretty progressive because it was very inclusive. How so? It had both spellings to with the same definitions. Okay, so it had C U M, my favorite, and C O M E, what pussies use. Maybe to use C O M E is because it's a classier text. That's what I said. They're pussies. They can't oh just God. can't just man up and be like, all right, this is cum, this is jizz, this is nut, this is busting one out. Oh, so new location, Mm -hmm. same fucking weirdos. Here we are. uh, I was like, "Who are you talking about?" (laughs) (laughs) Here we are in our hotel right now because we're and we're not technically homeless. We just don't have a furnished home to live in at this moment. Mm -hmm. Our house is empty. Um, We're in 
a suburb of Baltimore, Maryland, which is near our new home. We're going to be living north of Hereaways. Uh, I tell you what, we made one of the best decisions of the last month today in upgrading to this room. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this was a good idea. It, it, uh, yeah, I wish we'd done it when we first got here, and I said, should we upgrade to a two-bedroom suite? Yeah, the, we had the, the one-bedroom suite and for the first few days, and then uh, yesterday you called and asked, and they were like, yeah, we've got a two-bedroom suite that'll be open for the for next week, so today we got to move rooms. Um, now, I want to be very clear about something, though. I don't want our... I don't want our listeners be, you know, put off by perceived bouginess. <laughs> yeah, no, this isn't this isn't a suite at the Bellagio. <laughs> okay, is, we're staying in a residence inn. We just <laughs> needed a kitchen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we just, you know, <laughs> residence inn, kitchen. Um, we just needed two bedrooms because, you know, having the baby and then uh, your mother is going to be here tomorrow night, mm-hmm. and so um, she was going to stay at a different hotel next door. Um, so we decided it was easier to get a two-bedroom. We're also going to have two cats with us. So yep, um, it's been a crazy couple weeks. Um, yeah, we've been on the go a lot. So we did our last podcast uh, with Ray in Hawaii, and then left the next day. Uh, they did boarded a plane the next night, flew overnight, <sighs> uh, eight-hour flight from Honolulu to Houston. Yeah, with a one-year-old left on his first birthday. Yeah, that was rough. It was. You know, we, we upgraded to the premium economy seats, so anybody who might have been on that flight in the premium economy section, we apologize <laughs> now for the sleep you did not get. Um, trust me, we got less than you, because when he wasn't crying, he was still awake and unhappy, and we were dealing with it. What's this wee business? Do you have a mouse hey, in your pocket? I was awake and helping out, too. For parts? For most for of it. For little of it. Most of it. <laughs> and I was it. just like, I'm going to let that motherfucker sleep because when we get to Houston, he's going to drive. I did have to drive the entire next day, pretty much. And then I'm going to go to sleep. <laughs> and I was also at it, uh, ate a Xanax and had a mm-hmm. small bottle of wine before yep. the flight. So I was struggling to stay awake. Yeah, but I um, know. I know. I know. I got a little bit of sleep. And then we, we landed in Houston. I went and got the rent car, came back, picked up our you the baby and our nine tons of luggage mm, mm-hmm. i've never gone anywhere we had 10 checked items me neither and carry-ons like that was just that was crazy um yep and then drove from houston up to austin dropped you and the baby off at the hotel went and picked up the 13 year old and about an hour away back to the hotel a lot of driving yep. on very little sleep yeah. I was struggling between Houston and Austin. Like I was glad I stopped for that energy drink. I was like, I I gotta get something in me. I'm and it was just the monotony of it and you know, you were tired and you were dozing and you know, the baby was actually asleep yeah. for a little bit. I know that you were having trouble, like I kept feeling the vehicle on the rumble strips. <laughs> yeah. And like yeah, I would be wide awake, I just would kinda drift a little and mm-hmm. it was just like, Oh god. So yeah, it stopped. But uh, had a great time in Austin. We stayed in downtown for a couple days. Mm-hmm. Uh, nice hotel right by uh, Stubbs Barbecue, which is yeah, pretty famous, famous, iconic location. Yeah, great area. A um, lot of lot of uh, performers have performed at Stubbs, both music and uh, comedy. 
Dave Chappelle and Joe Rogan have been doing duo shows at Stubbs in the last few months. Um, who was it you were supposed to go see there? Or I did go you, see. No, you did go see. Yeah, Flogging Molly, Molly. But um, it started lightning and raining, and so the show got canceled. It was, out, it was an outdoor show. Now, did they even take the stage? Or okay, yeah. they did. It wasn't yeah. just the opening act. Okay. Well. Yep. Nope. Yeah, I saw the opening one or two opening acts, and then Flogging Molly came out. It's right up front. And then started storming. Boom. Yep, <laughs> had to leave. Um, had a good time in downtown. Uh, the 13-year-old and I rented this little electric scooters they have all over town and mm-hmm. cruised those around. That was fun. Um, that was a great time. Like, Austin's such a fun city. You know, I'm excited about the comedy scene in Austin right now because there's going to be so much going on there. Uh, Cap City Comedy is opening back up because they had closed thought they were closed permanently but they're gonna try to make a go of it um joe rogan's gonna be opening a club there there's a lot going on mm-hmm. and uh, austin's always been known for the the music and the food i love the food and music in austin yeah um and then we went out to a friend of yours uh wedding yep that was cool like travis uh nice hotel a beautiful setting took full advantage of the fact that the baby was jet lagged too so he could stay up <laughs> yeah he was still on hawaii time <laughs> stayed up several times until <laughs> midnight <laughs> yeah i mean at midnight you know he's, he's used to being on hawaii time so midnight central time in texas is only seven for him it's, mm-hmm. you know he's like, oh, i got like a, you know 30 minutes to an hour before bed so yeah that did help um ugh. Sorry, I'm still a little jet lagged too. I think that. Um, we've been I here can't. for two weeks. I'm still adjusting. No, I don't think so. My circadian rhythm is slow to catch up. Okay. Well, when you go to bed at eleven thirty and you get up, I guess we only got up around six thirty, but still. Yeah. Yesterday it was five thirty for me. Yeah. Well, um, I've got up. At, I was. I've been awake since five thirty this morning. Yeah. Um. Anyway, beautiful setting out on Lake Travis for the wedding. I'd never really been out on Lake Travis. I've been kind of that side of Austin, but never out there. So a beautiful wedding. Your friend Stephanie had a very nice small ceremony in yeah, a, in a great cool. location. Mm-hmm. Um, good time. Got to visit some some friends. Mm-hmm. So, and I uh, got to go visit friends of mine too. The couple nights before, uh, went and had dinner mm-hmm. at Mod Pizza, one of our favorite. Yep. Little do make you know pick it pick the toppings yourself pizza joint. Um, and then went up and spent some time with my dad up on the lake and got my car. It, it yeah. made it to Dallas. That was good. Yep. I had a birthday. You did? You had a birthday and we went out for your birthday? We did. To the South Tyler Speakeasy. Right. Yeah. Played Tyler, some Texas. darts and pool. Oh, it just dawned on me what the sound is. We keep hearing. Oh. It's not gunshots. It's, it's fireworks. You can yeah, see fireworks. It's fireworks. Just, we're watching. We keep hearing this this popping noise. I thought it was like the AC unit over here to our right in this hotel room or something. But no, because it almost sounds like gunshots in the distance. I mean, it is Baltimore, so it's possible. Yeah. But no, it's fireworks because we're actually recording this the night of the 4th. So. Oh, they're, they're oh, all yeah. over. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of fireworks, like different areas of the city down there. Yeah, that's um, cool. You know, my dad had sent me the video in uh, Ocean City, Maryland. They had a, a little mishap. It looked almost like a fireworks stand that that 
something went wrong and and everything blew up the whole stand um, was pretty ugly mm-hmm. <laughs> pretty ugly scene but, um, yeah nice show from our from our hotel room here on the fourth floor yep so um, yeah you had a birthday look at that yep you were what now 28 29 which is it yep <laughs> just gonna go with that okay okay I'll, I'll stick with that mm-hmm. I'm good having a hot younger wife um, <laughs> oh we had a good time though went out and Tyler had drinks um, played darts shot pool we sucked at both yeah, I sucked at both I sucked at the pool too those were like the longest pool games ever mm-hmm. but I was actually doing well at darts it was yeah. it was weird I was uh, I did last time we played too when we played yeah. in uh, when we played in Maui Yep. I was really playing well. It's been so long since we really played darts that I was. Yeah, I was we surprised. Should get a, we should get a dartboard. Oh wait. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we do have a dartboard. I just need to. Well, in our new house, it's gonna be. We're gonna have to put it up in the basement. Yeah, I know. We're gonna have to get a backboard and everything, so darts miss. Mm-hmm. They don't poke holes in the wall. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we're gonna have to. We have to set up a dart area because there's a bar in the basement in our new house. Yep. A little dated. It's the wood paneling, and yeah. you know, it's very seventies yeah. looking down there. But it's cool as shit. There's a bar in our basement, mm-hmm. and a sliding glass door because the basement goes out and opens to the backyard. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a pretty cool bar. I mean, shelving and everything back there, and uh, you know, there's power outlets, and I think it's, <laughs> it's, I think it's gonna be what. <laughs> There's power outlets. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to think. I was like, there's something else. There was something else specific. Oh, there's a sink too, behind the bar. That's that's the other thing that I was like, oh I mean, wow. Power outlets behind the bar. Yeah. I was. I thought you. I thought you were just excited about having power outlets in the finished basement. <laughs> no, no, no. Behind the bar. Yeah, for like, you know, if you want a blender or anything like that, or our ice makers that we have, oh, yeah, we could put good. that down in the bar, so we don't have to. Which I mean, there's another refrigerator and freezer in the other half of the basement, but. Yeah. Um. Yeah, there is actually a, there are several power outlets behind the bar, so we set our ice maker up. There's a sink, you know. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a pretty nice area, I think, to set up for podcasting, um, socializing. We have um, to make friends, though. Yeah, no, that's the tricky part. Unless we can just get Ray to move, but then he's going to be, like, living in our basement if we get Ray to move there. And I told he'll you. He'll be our Manny. He can come and live with us. I'll buy the groceries and feed him. And he can take care of the kids. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just don't know if that's... I don't know if I want to give up the basement, though. The basement's going to be a fun area. Well, there's that whole workshop area in the basement. He can have that. <laughs> yeah, he can stay back there in the workshop <laughs> area. That's good. Dark and damp and, you know, we'll kill off most of the spiders and he can just, just hang out there. I don't know. I don't know. We'll We'll talk about that. We'll decide if we want to, you know... How badly we want to try to talk Ray into coming and being our Manny and taking care of the kids. <laughs> um, back to the trip, though. Uh, our time in Texas. You know, it was fun. We went out and we had a great time. Um, we had talked about going to a strip club for your birthday, but mm-hmm. just ran short of time because yeah. we had a bit of a drive. But the next day was fun. Your mm-hmm. actual birthday. Yep. You got to meet the one and only Haley that uh, joined us for the podcast. She came up and uh, brought you a bottle of Prosecco for yeah. your birthday, which I'd already picked up a couple. <laughs> so the two of you proceeded to put away three bottles of La Marca Prosecco. What else are we supposed to do with them? 
Well, yeah, I mean, not like you're going to save them. That's, no. That's ludicrous. I often think about that, you know, because then I don't have to go to the store the next day, or rather you don't have to go to the store the <laughs> yeah, next day. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. But, you know. Yeah. Now, you two, or you two uh, get a fine job. Put away three entire bottles of Lamarca. Yep. Just had a great time. Had a good dinner. Um, you know, my dad fired up the barbecue and mm-hmm. grill and the smoker and made a brisket. We all ate. He, uh, his garden's producing well, so we had good fresh vegetables and um, had a good time in Texas. And my brother came out and his daughter, so mm-hmm. we got to spend some time with them. That was fun. And then that Tuesday, we hit the road driving yep. cross-country from Texas all the way up to Maryland. Yep. Um, broke it up into three days, though. The first day was the longest, you know, eight-and-a-half-hour trip that took us closer to nine-and-a-half. Yeah. Um, and then the next day, six, six to six-and-a-half-hour drive that took us a little longer than that. And then the last day, which should have been only, only a four-and-a-half-hour drive, and I don't know how it turned into... I think it's over just six. We had traffic. <laughs> yeah, we we had traffic with weird stuff with the wrecks and lanes being closed. Yeah, and rain and yeah, it took a long time, but we made it up here to the to Baltimore and uh, got checked into our hotel. Um, we had we've already had one amazing meal. Like our first night here, we did Texas Roadhouse because yeah, it was close that and was good. and and familiar. And yeah, can't beat a good steak. But the next day for lunch. The Curious Oyster. Yeah, that was good good stuff. Oh, my God. We had raw oysters. We had, uh, you had the shrimp, the steamed shrimp mm-hmm. and potatoes and mm-hmm. all that. Yeah, that was good. And, uh, oh, we had the... You had a crab cake. Yeah, I had the crab cake, which was unbelievable. My first Maryland crab cake. Mm-hmm. Uh, almost forgot. We also had that uh, Mex- the uh, oh, Maryland-style street corn. It's like, oh, man. It's like Mexican street corn, like I elote. never had anything like that before. Yeah, it had crab and Old Bay seasoning on it. Mm-hmm. Like, that was mm-hmm. fucking amazing. That was delicious. Yeah. I, oh, so good. So just this huge feast for lunch. We've been to these great lunches, and then when it comes to dinner, we're like, oh, let's just throw something frozen together and, <laughs> you know, throw it in a skillet, heat it up, and eat it, because I'm not even that hungry. I just need something to hold me over. Also, you know, shit's expensive. Yeah, not as expensive as Hawaii, though. That's one thing I've noticed. Like, the meals that would cost us 80 to a hundred dollars in Hawaii have been costing us, you know, 50 to 60 here. That doesn't like, mean they're not expensive. No, that doesn't mean they're not expensive. No, but just in comparison, Your it's like crab cake was $25. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm aware. Um, <laughs> but the, just the point is like, it's, it's crazy. The, the difference and how expensive Hawaii really is. Cause like expensive meals here are, you know, they're still gonna be expensive. Yeah. It was delicious, though. It, it was. was so good. That was absolutely worth it. Um, and then yesterday went up to uh, the town where we're going to be living, and, which is an amazing little town. We got the keys to our house we're renting there. Uh, got to check it out. Great house. Um, you know, a few issues, a few things we yeah. kind of had some problems with, for sure. But, you know, overall, it's going to work. It's going to be fine. Um, cool stuff like the basement, the bar. Uh, great town backs up to a park yeah. um, good food in the town good you know things to be a lot of fun uh, fun stuff along the way too on our trip uh, Nashville was fun yeah uh, you know we didn't get to do much because we were just traveling but you know we got to go see the Parthenon so that was that was insane I can't believe mm-hmm. they have like this life-size 
full scale replica of the Parthenon. Yeah, that's intact Parthenon. Yeah, that's incredible. Like I yeah. had no idea that was there. Yep. I had um, completely forgotten about it until, you know, we saw a picture in the hotel room. Or not the room, but in the hotel, there was one in the hallway. Yeah. I need to find out if your boyfriend, I mean, uh, if uh, Eddie is in uh, <laughs> Nashville. <laughs> Sorry. Actually, I do need to find out if he's in, in, in the area yet. I know he's not actually going to be living in Nashville, mm-hmm. but uh, find out if he's made it there yet. And if so, what he thinks of the area and what all he's got to do so far. Uh, he doesn't post a lot on social media, so he, you know, he'll post some stuff on his story once in a while. But I don't know what he's going to have to post without being able to throw rolls of toilet paper at Mike Rayo. Yeah. So. What that's going to be like. Uh, anyway, I had a good time there. Then we stayed in uh, Salem, Virginia, mm-hmm. just outside of Roanoke. Went and had a good meal yep. for dinner that evening. Um, you know, the baby did great driving, though. Yeah. I was concerned. Well, I mean, he pretty much just zoned out on baby bus on the <laughs> yeah. tablet, which just hurts my heart. But He did watch a lot of YouTube. But... I mean, it's what kept it, you know, reasonable for him. You know, yeah, I know. You know where it wasn't just miserable. Like, that's a long time in a car for a baby, you know, 20 I plus know. hours. I mean, totally, we had to have been in the car 24 hours. Yeah. So, you know, to make it as easy as we can on him to do just three days of driving like that, you know, we survived. He survived. Yeah. We're here. He's doing great. He's sound asleep. And we're up drinking bourbon doing a podcast in our hotel. So. Yep. Um, ah, there are a couple other things. What, what else were we wanting to talk about? Um, books oh. we're reading. reading. What? what? One thing real quick I thought we wanted to talk about is, you know, on our that last episode or the one before we talked about how we know we're an adult now. Mm-hmm. Well, there's also how I know you're still, in a lot of ways, a child is when you saw the antique telephone on my dad's screened-in porch. You were like, <laughs> looks like a boobs and a dick. <laughs> I, like, I think I said uh, boobs and a wiener. <laughs> oh, you, yeah, actually, you're right. You did say boobs and a wiener. <laughs> and uh, if you're listening to this and you haven't seen the picture, um, I'll be posting this picture to notify everyone of this a new episode I'll be posting the picture of this telephone on our Instagram <laughs> um, it's at AUI pod on Instagram so if you're listening and don't follow us go check that out go give us a follow on there um, it's a this antique box phone that my dad has hanging up in the house and the, the bells at the top and then the, the mouthpiece sticking out Gene's uh, like hey look it looks like boobs and a wiener yep <laughs> so I did say that yeah, there are a lot of ways we know we're adults, but a lot of ways we still know we're children at heart. Mm-hmm. Or both teenage boys upstairs <laughs> in our minds. <laughs> at least you are. Lucky you. <laughs> <laughs> My wife, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, that. Okay, and uh, our entertainment for the ride, we talked about the baby. He had a uh, baby bus, those YouTube videos on the tablet, but... You read to me for our journey, which mm-hmm. is something we do often when, when I'm driving. Um, when we're going somewhere, we'll have a book that we're working on. You'll read while I drive. 
and re- read out loud to me. And we started a new book on this trip. And it's a book I never thought I, I would have never read. I would never <laughs> read this book. I would never read. I only read it because it was $2 from Half Price Books. Oh, <laughs> yeah. It was like, it's like eighth price book. <laughs> yeah, no shit. This was, I love Half Price Books. Um, yeah, but uh, so we, we're nearing the end mm-hmm. of the first Fifty Shades of Grey book. Well, so the, it's the Fifty Shades trilogy. The first <laughs> book is called Fifty Shades of Grey. I I don't think. I don't think the this other ones are the called trilogy. Fifty Shades Freed and Fifty Shades Darker. I think something like that. Yeah. The third one was the movie we walked out on. Yeah, yeah, I know. That was uh, one of the things about how we know we're an adult is that is the movie we walked out on Mm -hmm. because that was really fucking bad. Yeah. And the movie's always worse than the book, so... Yeah. I expect the book to suck, but not as bad as the movie. So, you know, I don't don't know that it's one we'll actually read all of, but... Because you got all three of them. Because they were $2 each. Well, yeah. Two bucks a piece. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> Just to have the trilogy. <laughs> well, I don't plan on keeping them <laughs> after I'm done reading them. Oh, you're not going to display those proudly on the living room bookcase well, in the new house? When I, you know what I'm going to display proudly on our coffee table? Cunt? Yes. <laughs> not my cunt, but <laughs> the book the cunt. Book cunt. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I can see that. We're going to have a cunt-friendly household. I'm good with that. So that. when you call your ex-wife a cunt, the 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 I'm gonna call him the teenager now. The teenager will think it's a good thing. <laughs> yeah, he'll be like, "Oh, dad still likes mom." <laughs> <sighs> anyway, so yeah, reading Fifty Shades of Grey on the drive. We're nearing the end. Um, really surprised we didn't finish it. I, I I thought we would after as far as we got early on. I was like, "Oh, we're gonna knock this fucking thing out in the first day." But we read a lot of it. Oh yeah, we're ne- we're almost done. We're almost done. I was uh, I was just surprised. Um, I think because like the middle part kind of when I say the middle part, I mean not the first page, but everything after that <laughs> up until where we are now kind of drugged by a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, and there's some parts of it that are good. Uh, so repetitive some of the things mm. though it's just yeah like, some of the, some of our language is really good and some of it's just really bad you know what I can appreciate and I guess I know that this is this is the type of book that this is so it would be weird if it wasn't but you know there's so many books that if there's a sex scene you know it's like a paragraph or two maybe a page of description and then that's it yeah. you know and this there's you know each each uh episode is several pages long which yeah. also makes it a little redundant too <laughs> yeah sometimes it's like okay yeah we read this already and you know yes his mouth pressed into a hard line I get it you know he said something sardonically mm-hmm. I don't know I've never known anybody to speak sardonically that often also murmured that's the other one I was talking about like I've never like I don't know what I imagine as murmuring I don't typically do intentionally at least on a regular basis but they have to this entire fucking book they have conversations to a room full of people murmuring 
I usually bitch at people for that. Like, would you fucking speak up so we can hear you? Jesus Christ, what is wrong with you? And they're just murmuring all over the place. Yep. I've never murmured through sex either, but they have. Oh, oh you like that, don't you, girl? Oh. You like that dick, don't you, girl? Well, what do you call it when you're talking dirty to me? Talking. <laughs> you know, moaning, saying breathily. Breathily, okay. Something. Anything but murmured. I'm not like... I, I, I keep picturing mumbles from the Dick Tracy movie. <laughs> no, 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 Dick Tracy, no. Mm-hmm. Remember that movie? Yes. Hadn't thought about that one in a while. Saw that one in the theater. Yeah, me too. Um, but I, I've been thinking about mumbles. Like, every time she says Christian Grey murmured something to her, I picture mumbles. Mm-hmm. His, like, potato-looking face just fucking her and mumbling through the whole thing. I'm like... That's really weird. I know. It's, this is what it's like to be up here in this head. Hmm. Think of shit like that all the time. Okay. Welcome to my world. Wait till they get a load of me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I got to quote. I got to quote Batman. Well, the Joker technically from the Batman movie the other day. That was fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was great when the guy was uh, helping us, you know, giving us the keys and showing us around the house and. He's like, oh, yeah, it's a great neighborhood. It's real quiet. No motorcycles or anything. I'm like, <laughs> until now. Mm. Till ours arrives. You mean mine? Ours. We're married. It's community property now. Mm. It's in my name. I could sell it without your permission. <laughs> <laughs> Dick. <laughs> <laughs> but when our bike arrives, mm-hmm. um, that, that uh, whole... Well, there's no buy motorcycles or anything. That shit goes out the window then. I was like, no, there will be soon. Yeah. I have one. Yeah. We had one in Hawaii, too. <laughs> just funny. It's just funny that that's where he went to about with, oh, it's a quiet neighborhood, like no motorcycles or anything. So, oh. any other books? Um, that we're reading right now? Or you're reading? Oh, um, I mean, nothing. I've got a couple that I, I'm ready to start. I just haven't yet um, with the travel and me being me. I just haven't started any of them yet. But, um, you know, i got to finish up Running the Light. Mm-hmm. you got to finish a lot thing. of books. Yeah. That's the main one right now. I just want to finish Running the Light, and I haven't been, I haven't taken the time to sit and read in a little bit. It's in my backpack in there, though, so I should do that this week. Yeah. Some, when, when we have downtime here in the hotel. You mean uh, when I'm actually doing work and you have downtime? Yeah, exactly. No, because I'm, well, your mom will be here, so I'll have help with the baby. But, mm-hmm. yeah, it'll be busy. Won't have much of a chance to read over the next couple of weeks, but uh, you've got a couple of your reading, as always. Mm-hmm. So what are you working on? you got to make time, man. I know. Eh. Mm-hmm. got to make time. Um, so one of the books that I'm reading slash working through is called Writing, Writing as a Path to Awakening. And mm-hmm. it's just um, kind of like a monthly, look like it goes by the month and talks about um, different things and with the intent of, at the end of a year, improving your writing and living a more like mindful, for lack of a better word, awakened type life. You yeah. know, awakened to life, <laughs> basically. So, working on that right now. Um, 
which you know you know I, I do a lot a lot I've been doing a lot of like writing with like my morning pages and stuff like that so I'll talk about that yeah. in a second too and then the other book that I'm reading just started reading is uh, reading again is called The Conscious Parent which is uh, I read it right after the baby was born and it's just a really good book just uh, to remind us that you know as parents our job isn't to um, change our kids or expect things from them reasonably speaking um, and that you know if you let them they can actually transform you and you know when I started to read this book I actually bought bought a copy of it because it just I just loved the writing and the thoughts behind behind it so much and I was like I'm gonna read this every single year for like <laughs> as long as I have kids and it is really helpful it is really helpful so um, started reading that again, but I also just got from the library. <laughs> I haven't started reading this book yet. Uh, Catelyn Moran's "How to Build a Girl," which um, you know, Catelyn Moran is like the columnist from the UK. She's written a couple of um, books. She's got a couple of books that have like all of her various columns in it. But then she's also written a couple of books. One being um, "How to uh, Be a, How to Be a Woman," and then the next one being "More Than a Woman," which is all these different topics which is really interesting but this how to build a girl is actually um the her first like fictional story so i'm about to read that you know because i got it from the library and and uh yeah i gotta turn it back in so yeah so i need to read that so that's that's what i'm reading and then um you know i just uh splurged and spent 15 dollars on some you know sponsored ad that was advertising <laughs> this course that was advertising uh it's like a 52 week writing course on you know finding your authentic voice and self and stuff like that and kind of going through all your baggage and shit and writing and having a, you know a series of, of essays so that's something else that i'm currently working like just started on yeah so yeah nice um I've got a couple books I'm, I need to get into. Um, one is uh, the Deadpool and philosophy. Mm-hmm. Like that one. Where'd you, you get that one? You know, this this chick that I was sleeping with got mm-hmm. it for me. Yeah. I ended up marrying her, but you know, still married to her. Um, <laughs> I got you that book four years ago. Because yeah. it was that weekend I was away for my birthday. Oh wow. Yeah. Well, that that book I need to, to get back into because it's, it's been on a shelf, but it will be delivered here soon. Um, I'm also anxious to see what books I have that are going to be coming that have been in storage for the past three years. Yeah. Because we're going to have a bunch of stuff delivered here that we've had in storage in Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know I have a lot of books in there. Not a yeah. lot, but some. Several. So I'm excited to see what books that I have there. I know there's a couple I haven't read. Most of them I have. Um, I think that's going to be an interesting trip down memory lanes, you know, all those books yeah. and all the shit that we just haven't seen for the past three plus years, you know, yeah. it's going to be like, Oh, why do we have this? Some of the, you know, some of it's going to be like, why do I still have this shit? Yeah. Who was it? We were, cause we were talking to Scott and he was like, Oh yeah. You know, we would just have stuff that was, you know, that just never even got, came out of the boxes after that. I'm like, then why keep it? Yeah. Why are you still dragging the shit? <laughs> I mean, it was like keepsakes or something. That's one yeah. thing, but like, you know, household goods shit. 
Yeah, if it's been in a box for that many years. Don't even like open it up. Fuck, just get rid yeah, of it. Throw the whole fucking thing away. Um, there'll be things I'm excited about having back. Um, 13-year-old's punching bag. That'll be coming. He was excited about that. So we'll have to find a good spot to hang that in the basement. A heavy yeah. bag. Um, his boxing gloves should be in there, too. Hmm. That'd be fun. You can get drunk and go down there and beat the hell out of the punching mm. bag in the basement. <laughs> um, also, like, that's uh, one of my priorities over the next... You know, once we get settled in, once we get into the new house and things start selling down, um, I'll be looking for a job and um, try to start doing some more writing as well. Um, I've got a project that of my own that I'll be working on more and uh, possibly in partnership with a couple different people. So um, one being Eddie mm-hmm. M, a comedian from Hawaii. Uh, he had said he would be happy to help me on this project, doing some comedy writing and getting back into the writing for Sammy Obeid's talk show, the So Happy Hour for Sammy Obeid. Uh, definitely want to get back into writing for that. I think that's a good, you know, if nothing else, it's just good experience. It's good mental exercise. It yeah. keeps my mind. Yeah, that's, come up with. you know, one of the reasons why I do the morning pages um, so religiously, too. And then, you know, I guess I didn't, I don't think I mentioned that I had that article published on that website. You did. Yeah, that is something we need to mention. Mm-hmm. Um, the Pink Pangea. Yep, on Pink Pangea. Uh, articles called on becoming intimate with a volcano and uh, it's just about my experience um, with Kilauea (laughs) on the big island (laughs) yeah (laughs) my experience and relationship I'll say yeah the the correlation between you coming to the islands you know being Um, born and then leaving and coming back and and being intimate being or becoming (laughs) yeah Great article. Um, Thank you. I have it pulled up in my browser. I can tell you exactly what it is. <laughs> um, it's on. It is on the Pink Pangea website. You said it's called "On Becoming Intimate with a Volcano." Mm-hmm. Pinkpangea.com. I so. wanted to say "On Becoming Intimate with the Volcano," but it got changed to "A Volcano." Yeah, I mean, there are a lot. I mean, that there is are, the volcano, was, as far as this I'm. This was my work, story. Yeah. Um, yeah, also, uh, So Happy Hour, uh, it's on YouTube. You can go to Sammy Obeyed. He's a comedian. Um, you can go to his YouTube channel. And if you go to the So Happy Hour section, all the videos there, uh, you'll see under Written By, it's got my name under there mm-hmm. because I'm a writer on that, for those that don't know. Um, you can watch some of those. He, he does a late-night TV-style talk show online. He always has a guest. Um, he'll do a monologue. They'll do sketches, a couple different sketches. Um, I'm not big on sketch comedy, so writing those, being involved in writing those is harder for me. Mm-hmm. But I think it's probably good because mm-hmm. it forces me to expand my horizons a bit. But I love uh, writing monologue jokes for it. Mm-hmm. Like You just go to the news, you find any story, and then you just write jokes. Mm-hmm. Just short one or two line late night monologue style jokes so those are fun to do we need to find a charger for this baby monitor 
I was pointing at my empty glass, but <laughs> I was, my glass is still partially full. So I was, you mean I was actually like concerned about the kid. Quarter, it's quarter full. <laughs> yeah, partially still. <laughs> yeah. More than yours, damn. Yeah, mine's empty. Yeah, I know. There's a little bit of water. I think in the bottom where the ice melted. <laughs> Drinking bourbon. Yeah. I like this. So the bourbon that I got in Austin was really good. Early times, uh, mm-hmm. bottled in bond, the 100 proof. Yeah. Um, cheap bourbon, but fantastic. I've not been able to find it again. So um, the search continues to try to get find a place that carries that. Also, W.L. Weller, which is one of my favorite bourbons. That was my grandfather's drink of choice. Um, Got to find a place around that carries Weller. But drink it on some Maker's Mark tonight. So, yep. Uh, well, here let's uh, let me mix you another drink. Thank you. All right, is that better? We both have yes. full drinks now. Thank you. Yeah, let's cheers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ah, there's a good bourbon, Maker's mm-hmm. Mark. Um, also, I want to go ahead and answer the question. I know that this is the burning question on all our listeners' minds right now. We made this huge move as far across the country as you can go, pretty much. Mm, yeah. From out in the middle of the Pacific yeah. to the East Coast. Um, it is right about 4,850 miles. <clears throat> and it's a lot of traveling. We've done a lot in a short period of time. We've only been here a few days. But we just want you all to know that, yes, we have already had sex in Maryland. <laughs> I know everybody has just been like on pins and needles wanting to know, wondering, have they fucked yet? Have they have they defiled the state of Maryland? We have, so don't worry. Last night, we did the deed. Really? And I, I, I'm just want, I'm just giving the people what they want. Just letting them know all is well. That I'm tainted. <laughs> Forever you. unclean. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> Ruxin. <laughs> the state of Maryland is forever <laughs> unclean. <laughs> yeah, we've, we've defiled the state of Maryland. Mm-hmm. We've had sex in quite a few states, so you know. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I like. I'm bummed we didn't. You know, I mean, we didn't have a separate room or anything. So we had a baby in the room with us in both Tennessee and Virginia, so it was a little more challenging. We didn't get to have sex. That's two states that we could have had sex in and we didn't so I'm a little yeah it's because the baby was next to the bed that's why we didn't have sex yeah or because we were just exhausted and mm-hmm. we slept in separate beds those two <laughs> oh, we did sleep in separate beds oh my god I forgot about that <laughs> we could have had sex and then gone to the separate beds Jesus um, no but uh, I wanted to uh, so Texas of course that's where it started um, Hawaii mm-hmm. we had sex in um, Arizona Yep. Florida. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> In my grandmother's house. <laughs> oh, I was probably drunk. No, yeah, definitely. <laughs> California. Really? Yeah, when we were in San Francisco. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm certain. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm, absolutely. We didn't. Uh, it was at the. Uh, uh, at your friend's house after she left. I don't think so. Yeah, I'm pretty certain we did. I don't think so. Yeah, you were pretty fucked up, but we did. You I took advantage pregnant. of me. 
You took advantage of me. I was pregnant. I was not fucked up. You were fucked up. I don't think we did. I'm, I'm not saying you were drunk or high. You were just fucked up. What? <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure we had sex there. I don't think so. I do. Um, Alaska, we definitely mm-hmm. did. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why are you turning on the TV? <laughs> Okay, so I was fucked up at the time. And I was just mm-hmm. like, I'm turning on the TV for the background noise so nobody will know what we're doing. Except we're in a cabin in the fucking woods and there's, you know, it's not yeah. like we're in a hotel. It, yeah, I don't know. It was, you know, I was intoxicated and that was the logic going through my head. It was just like, well, we'd, okay. So I was definitely heavily under the influence. Earlier we had met the owners of the cabin that lived couple hundred yards over in their house and for some reason in my head I was like well I gotta turn this on so the owners don't hear us doing the nasty in their cabin Mm. like they were you know gonna be sitting outside on our front porch Mm -hmm. while we did it I don't fucking know it was January 10 below I was really fucked up so that was my thought was just gotta have some back we gotta have some noise to cover the sounds of our wild passionate session of love making all 37 seconds of it before we passed out. Oh, my God. <laughs> Me pa- I passed out because I was fucked up. You passed out because you were pregnant and tired. Mm-hmm. And warm and cozy in that fucking bed. Yeah. With that wood-burning stove cranked up. We couldn't get that shit to Oh, that's burn. right. We, did, we had the heater cranked up. Um, yeah, we never did, we couldn't get the wood-burning, the fire to light. Yeah. But we definitely had sex in, our, in Alaska. Yeah, I remember that. In international waters. Mm-hmm. Um, in Cuban waters. Mm-hmm. Docked at Hav- in Havana, Cuba. We had sex there. Uh, oh, in Japan. Yeah, did that. Yep. Yeah, we had sex in Japan. Louisiana. So. Yeah, Louisiana. Oh, I forgot about Louisiana. Yeah, we had a lot of sex in Louisiana. Yeah. <laughs> New Orleans, to be clear. Yeah. Yeah, not just like, you know, random shitty towns in the New Orleans. Oh, still one of my favorite towns. Mm, that was a fun trip. That was a fun trip. Um, that was right before we got married. Yeah. Oh my god, we ate so much food. Mm-hmm. So much food. Uh, so anyway, yeah, Maryland's added to the list now. So we're just gonna keep a running tally on the show of the states. Every time we have sex in a new state, we're gonna have to talk about that here. So you <laughs> just give me this horrified look. It's not a horrified look. There's some kind of look. It's not horrified. It's... What the fuck are you talking about, you fucking asshole dumbass? (laughs) That was a lot. (laughs) I don't don't think... I know they say, you know, picture's worth a thousand words, but I don't think that applies for a look, so you have to scale that back a little bit there. Do you know anything about women? (laughs) (laughs) Of course I do. We've been watching Working Moms. <laughs> nice segue. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Uh, season five, Working Moms. Yeah, we just uh, started it. We've watched three episodes. We just started episode four. It's what we've, we watched the whole, uh, we, we rewatched the whole series uh, so far. Actually, watched the first four seasons when I was pregnant, about a month before we had the baby. Yeah. So it's been yeah. interesting rewatching it with. Uh, uh, you know, 
now having had a kid. <laughs> and being able to consume alcohol while you're watching this Yeah. Time. And, you know, it's like, what's so interesting to me when you watch TV shows with, you know, about with parents and kids and stuff is how easy they make that shit look. Oh, because if they didn't, nobody would have kids. Like, if they actually showed on TV how challenging it is, then I don't think nearly as many people would have kids. But they should do that then. I, I agree. <laughs> they should. They should absolutely show that. So more people would be like, oh, fuck, we don't want to do that. Yeah. Yeah. These little bastards are expensive and yeah. make a mess on everything. Like, you can't have carpet anymore. Well, you can. <laughs> Not good looking carpet. Yeah, we gotta get a tarp. Yeah. Yeah, we gotta invest in something to put down. Especially since we're renting again. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, Working Moms, pretty good show. Catherine Reitman uh, created it. And um, it's just about, you know, follows roughly through three to four women who have kids and they all work full time. And uh, it's fucking funny. <laughs> It really is. Um, you know, there's the two main women, and then there's one other woman who's there most of the time. Mm-hmm. And then the fourth is hit or miss. She's there occasionally. Yeah. And then there's a other, like, side, other women from that little group that appear here and there. Mm-hmm. But they've done a really good job with, like, bringing people back. Like, the dude that plays Foreskin Forest. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. That... Oh, in season five when he showed up, uh, yeah. that was I was not expecting that when he came walking in. I was like, yeah. "Holy fuck!" Yeah, there he is. Yeah, it's pretty good. Fucking and, um, half retarded, twenty-something year old. Yeah, it's good. Uh, it's interesting. It's a, it's a good show. We could definitely, you know, dive more into talking about this show. I think. Yeah. Um. You know, Catherine Reitman is is. I've seen her in other things before and, you know, always like side characters, you mm-hmm. know, she was, she's never been a like starring role. And then she's all of a sudden the creator of this and the show's great. Like it's, it's blown up. Everybody I know loves this show. Mm-hmm. Um, the only people I know that haven't seen it, like my dad hadn't seen it. My brother hadn't. Um, everybody else like, Oh yeah. Working moms is awesome. Uh, it's been a huge hit. Fifth season just came out. So it's awesome. Uh, the her best friend, the psychiatrist, is mm-hmm. funny as fuck. Mm-hmm. Like Anne is one of my favorites. She's yeah. so goddamn sarcastic and shitty to everyone in the funniest way. Yeah, yeah. That part in the the first season when there's a kid screaming at her mom as she's walking <laughs> past her, and Anne like screams at her. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, you little, little monster. monster. Your mom's a goddamn angel. Yeah. Her mom's like, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. And her kid is a fucking terror in the show. Yeah. Like She seems better, a little bit better. Hopefully she's not falling down the wrong path. And Bond of Satan. Yeah, she's done some fucked up shit. Which brings us to, you know, something we heard today. It was on, as we were rewatching one of the episodes... So from season four, from season four. So um, the kid we're referring to is this, she's 13 year old named Alice. And she actually is the daughter of Anne, which is interesting in and of itself because, you know, Anne's the psychiatrist that doesn't take any shit. And 
She's trying real hard not to take shit from her kid. <laughs> I think half the time she's trying not to kill the kid. Yeah. Like, just trying to... I, w- I would have to restrain myself. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, she's sitting in a restaurant, um, just kind of questioning a, a lot of stuff right now. And, and Val, who is the... <laughs> person who has led a lot of their like mom and baby classes and is just a real weirdo but hilarious um says to her uh says to Anne, referring to alice being shitty is her job your job is to make sure she's the right kind of shitty and that was just kind of like a wow you know like i'm gonna have to remember this especially because you know of a 13 year old who's going to be coming <laughs> yeah. to the house and um you know i've i've gone a long time without any kid in the house and certainly not a teenager and mm-hmm. and uh so that's going to be something that i i remember being being shitty is is uh going to be his job and our job is to make sure it's the right kind of shitty and then the other really good piece of parenting advice that she gave i thought was you know, stop worrying about what she's doing and start worrying about why she's doing it. So, yeah, that's what I that's what I picked up from all of our recent watching. Yeah, you know, and the the whole thing about you know it's her job to be shitty. It's kind of like the joke that I tell in my comedy that like all mm-hmm. kids are assholes. Mm-hmm. Difference is I know my kids are assholes and they know when and where to be assholes. Yeah, and it's similar similar concept. You know, you gotta. You had to teach your kid, you know. Yeah, you're, you're my, you're my kid. You're gonna be an asshole. But here's how you become a so be a socially acceptable asshole, especially yeah. as a child. You can't just go out in the world and be an asshole to everybody. That shit isn't gonna fly. Yeah, I think we're gonna. I think we really gotta pay close attention to the baby. <laughs> I'm a little worried about <laughs> yeah, when that he gets one. older, we're gonna have to really watch that and one. I mean, not too much older. When he like, starts walking and talking, I think we're gonna. <laughs> I, had a, I had a friend who's who her thing was like, you know, my kids know it's okay to be a little crazy, but they better save their crazy for at home. Mm-hmm. Like when they're at some friend's house, you know, keep your crazy at home. When you're over there, it's you know, you mind your manners. Do what you're supposed to do. You don't fuck up. When you get home, if you shit gets a little crazy from time to time, we can handle that. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm hoping with the. Keep it at home. You know, babies are. They say they say one year olds don't have temper tantrums, but he definitely tantrums. And I know. Oh yeah. I know that you know this is him just not knowing how to deal with not getting what he wants and you yeah, know or anything you know you know he's not to deal with anything he doesn't know how to deal with these emotions that he's 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 feeling and this is how he lets them out so you know right now i think our job is to just let it happen here <laughs> yeah and Remo- comfort him yep yep just be there for him and you know that we understand that you know this these are big feelings you're feeling and I'm fucking. I hope that we miss. This. I hope that we get. I hope that this is it, and we don't have to deal with the two-year-old tantrums. Uh, you know, because right now he spends a lot of time at home. We don't. We don't take him out, and you know, too, we do take him out, but yeah. he's been really good. You know, he hasn't really had any tantrums out in public. And usually, when he, if he does have any type of meltdown, it's usually because there's like, he's hungry or he's tired or. or yeah, and like the, that. you know he's had. I see he had a meltdown at a restaurant in Hawaii, but um, mm-hmm. and on the airplane, 
He's had a couple on airplanes. Uh, but we they were flying to Maui. Long. And then, no, they weren't. And then, you know, on the flight here, that was the worst as far as just, you know, because everybody was trying to, I know he was so exhausted and he wouldn't go to sleep. He couldn't get comfortable. You know, that was rough. And I'm sure it was rough on everyone around us because it was getting late and everybody wanted to go to sleep on the plane. But But he did eventually. um, He did. And he stopped. It wasn't for, I know it felt like it was a really long time and the, the most anxiety inducing part of that experience was not knowing if he was going to stop. Yeah. To me, I was like, oh, my God, what if he doesn't stop? And he did. He did. Yeah, that, that did cross my mind. What if he does this the entire flight? Like, people are going to kill us. Like, <laughs> they're going to divert this plane somewhere else. Because if not, all the other people who paid for these nice comfy seats here in premium economy are going to kill us. Yeah. And I wouldn't have even been able to blame him. If it hadn't stopped, I'd have been like, yep. Well, what can you do? That's your right. Just kill us all. <laughs> um, no, it was, you know, we had to travel. We had to travel. We didn't have a choice. You know, we're moving. So it was, it was what it was. We made it through. He did it, and he's going to be better for it. I'm really happy with, like, all the different places. Like, he's been sleeping and stuff like that. Like, I think that's really good that he's he's been very resilient. Yeah, I mean, he's sleeping well in, a, in the pack and play, not just in a crib. That's mm-hmm. good, you know. He's and in different you know. locations and different places, you know, places yeah. within the space and two different hotels in Austin, mm-hmm. my dad's house, hotel in Tennessee, hotel in Virginia, two different hotel rooms here in mm-hmm. Maryland, and then soon our actual house. We'll get yeah. to settle in, and he'll have a new bedroom, and it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. No, he's done well, and you know, we've gone out to eat several times. We've gone out. You know, With him tired too. Yeah, you know, roamed around IKEA for twenty-seven hours the other yeah. day. <laughs> it's easy to get carried away in that place. <laughs> Just looking at shit. We bought a handful of stuff. You know, we we spent like forty bucks on a handful of small shit. Like, you know, I bought a wooden kitchen spoon. Some some cereal containers. Yeah, cereal fucking containers, and I don't remember. Oh, a kitchen towel. You know. Kitchen hand towel. Uh, yeah, those, you know, handful of little shit that we bought 17 hours after we walked through the door. <laughs> we were not there that long. We got there through there very quickly, actually. Yeah, it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. Um, and we did, we, we did find a lot of cool shit, too. So, you know, it was, it was good. But he did great. You know, he was tired. He did fine. He took a nap, actually. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Fuck, I can't quit yawning. I know, it's fucking annoying. I know, I need to drink more. Yeah, my computer's still on Hawaii time. Shit, it's only 4 p.m. Mm-hmm. Finish this drink and uh, go find a happy hour. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, it's 10 o'clock at night here, never mind. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> it is. Um, what else are we... Uh, watching uh oh yeah we watched the bonding the new season of bonding recently yeah. um what were your thoughts on that wasn't that recent i liked it i was into it uh it was a little bit more dramatic than the first season uh i have a feeling they probably weren't expecting a whole lot from the first season and it you know when it did well they they took it in a certain direction it was still funny um a little bit more serious though 
the thing I liked about the first season was it, it was funny. It was dark funny, you know, and it had this like edge to it, and it, it was good. Later on in that, the last few episodes of that first season, it started getting a little bit too much into their drama, and the drama between the two main characters I think was a bit sophomoric in the at the end of that season. Like it was just high school bullshit drama in the first season yeah towards yeah. the end of the first season it started getting a little bit more into their personal drama mm-hmm. between the two of them and it, it did it was just very 90210 ish and i was like oh this is but in a you know bdsm lifestyle but you yeah, know i don't just, think i would have used that as my frame of reference i mean you know obviously they were in a different situation but their fucking their issues with each other were very high school like issues like you weren't there for me. I thought you were supposed to be my friend. You're supposed to be my pal to the end. You know, this could have been a fucking Saved by the Bell episode with some of the shit. Mm. Now, with the second season, that drama was still there, but I think it took a little bit more serious turn and was a little bit less high schoolish, mm-hmm. and that that helped. I don't think it was as funny. Mm-hmm. It was still funny, and it still had hilarious moments, and you know, I liked it, but. I don't think it was as good as the first season, but less childish than the first season. So I do well, appreciate I, that. Yeah. The, the well, drama was less. I think that that, yeah, I mean, I guess I think that that was a big part of it was that the first season was meant to be kind of childish. Yeah. I just think, I think they did the drama better in the second season yeah, than the yeah, first. Yeah. It was, it was poorly done. It was like an afterthought in the first season. Like they wrote a funny show and then somebody was like, well, you need some conflict in here. You know, some executive was like, you got to have some kind of conflict. Yeah. So they just threw in some, I thought you were my friend. Wah, stop, shit. Stop talking like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's freaking you out a little bit. It's just turning me off. <laughs> uh, definitely don't want to do that. Did it make your dick soft? I'm sorry. I don't like when big dick jeans dick gets soft. <laughs> I want to keep that, that boner throbbing. <laughs> It's a boner. <laughs> Big dick boner gene. <laughs> We're just going to keep adding to this. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now it's just Big Dick Gene. It's always going to be Big Dick Gene. Killing me, Smalls. Good. Hey, anyway, wait. I don't know. We're talking about dick energy here. I don't want you calling me Smalls. Let's just <laughs> throw that out there. I don't know. Um, <clears throat> um, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't compare to you, Your Majesty, but... <laughs> We haven't really been watching a whole lot of stuff that, uh, like stuff together. Like we watched Bonding like weeks ago. We start re- started rewatching, start watching Work and Moms again. Uh, Jim Norton, that's that guy's name. By right, the way, right. I was trying to think of earlier. Um, you know, I've been watching still my Jersey Shore and Good <laughs> Girls and The Handmaid's Tale just finished. Oh my God. That was fucking crazy. What happened at the end of last season of The Handmaid's Tale? Really fucking nuts. Like. There were a couple parts in this season, like there was there was a there was one episode that literally left me feeling like, holy fuck, like very disturbed, and it you know it wasn't you know because these people are like making these women be you know I don't even know what the word is like. Do you know what the show is? Baby about? farms. Yeah. And like you know, holding them down and raping them, and 
just like taking them away from their children and taking their children away from them and yeah yeah which is very disturbing yeah <laughs> but no there was there was a, there was an, an episode where at the end it was just like it just like everything had like come, come to a head and it was just like holy fuck like seriously like ugh. like afterwards I was like oh and then the, the last uh, episode of this past season was like really like holy shit like what's gonna happen next which hmm. wait a year yeah well, I mean, hell, we're still waiting on the next episode, no, next season of uh, Marvelous Miss Maisel. Yeah. Excited. I did hear, I think I heard it's going to come out, be released late this year, which I'm really excited about that. Mm-hmm. I love that show. That is so well done. Mm-hmm. And um, the cast is phenomenal. Like, they couldn't have cast the role for her any better or her manager mm-hmm. or her ex-husband, Weasley little fuck. Um and the guy that plays Lenny Bruce, like mm. oh, that, that whole show is so good. Her, her parents, you know, such a great show. Um, excited for that to come back. Uh, what other shows are we waiting on? Like uh, most of the shit we were watching ended. I'm sorry, he's not coming back. Yeah, that's such a tragedy. The show is so fucking good. Yeah, I am gonna just stay hopeful that it gets picked up somehow somewhere i really hope so that's you know andrea savage that's another female writer and uh she's been you know an actor in a ton of things she was in the mm-hmm. league and all kinds of things uh you know she created i'm sorry and it was on true tv of all the weird yeah. places for it to be it's a sitcom but it just it's raunchy it's crude and so fucking funny if you know Netflix or Hulu or Prime would pick that up. Mm-hmm. Keep the same writing staff because that writing staff is fucking gold. Yeah. They are amazing. I, I just, I really wish, and I can't think of the guy's name that plays her husband there, um, but he was in a lot of movies in the 90s and he went away. It's the first thing I've seen him in forever. They need to bring that fucking show back. Yeah. But Agreed. I can't think of anything else we're watching now. Together. F is for family. I think there's gonna be one more season of that. Mm-hmm. It's Bill Burr's show. I'll watch Atypical when it comes out. Yeah, Friday. I think it said right. So when it comes out this Friday is the new mm-hmm. Atypical season. I don't know if it said this Friday. I can't. I don't remember. I, I think so. I know it's coming soon though. You know what I'm ready for with the the pandemic winding winding down and events happening again. Concerts. Concerts definitely, but comedy specials mm-hmm. like. Comedians recording specials for Netflix. Uh, you know, pretty sure Joe Rogan was due to record a new special. Uh, Andrew Schultz was getting ready to record a special. Was about to the week bef- week everything shut down. Like everything shut down. And then a week later, he was you know supposed. It was the week before he was supposed to record his special. He's going to do three or four nights and record it all. And they were going to cut it into one great actual special and. COVID fucked that all up. Yep. But the comedians are back out on the road, and we're now in an area where a lot of comedians come, and I'm excited about that. Mm-hmm. Um, Eliza, uh, who did I see? Uh, Ari Shapir, Brian Regan. Uh, there was somebody else coming that same Ali weekend. Wong. Yeah, Ali Wong. Um, Taylor Tomlinson is coming to. 
Baltimore to McGooby's Joke House. So many good comedians. And then our buddy from Hawaii, Shane Lucas Price, mm-hmm. he's uh, living in New Jersey now and putting on a show, uh, I think August 13th at... Uh, let me pull it up. I actually want to get this right because I want to give Shane a plug and don't want to fuck this up. It's at Stakeouts Sports Bar and Liquor Store, Friday, August 13th, 8.30 p.m. It's in Pittsgrove, New Jersey. Pittsgrove Township, New Jersey. So uh, go get your tickets at stakeout, stakeoutshp.com. You get tickets to that. Shane Lucas Price, the bitch is back. So that's cool. That's like an hour and a half from us where a buddy of ours from Hawaii is going to be doing comedy. That's exciting. Yep. Anything else you wanted to venture into, my love? Um, not that I can think of. You know what we should do? No. We should go take a shower. Oh, yeah. We both kind of need one. and. Yeah, I was actually just sitting here thinking about when was the last time I took a shower. Day before yesterday. Was it? Or yesterday. No, you took one yesterday. I did. I washed my hair. Yeah. <laughs> and other parts. The other parts too, but yeah. you know. <laughs> there was one of those parts I was interested in in particular. What day is it? It's Sunday. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I, that uh, never used to happen to me. Like before I had a kid, like I could keep shit really, really straight. I didn't get pregnancy brain when I was pregnant, even though I blamed it on that. I blamed things on that <laughs> when I was wouldn't do shit I was supposed to do. <laughs> like, uh, pregnancy brain. <laughs> Be like, Gene, are you paying attention? Yeah, you're right. It is coming Friday. Atypical. Gene, are you paying attention? It's like, no. That's why I just literally just said something that you guys said not to do. <laughs> yeah. So. But now I'm just like, yeah, it's every, it's really hard to keep track of shit. Much it harder is. than it used to be for I, me. It's very it's a very bizarre, disorienting feeling. My yeah. friend my friend told me that probably nobody else really realizes that about me because I'm so like on point. Yeah. So much like it still appears that way to people like and I still am comparatively so but Yeah. I I could tell. You can tell? Well, yeah, but I'm with you like yeah. all the time. Well, yeah, 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 I know. So, but I'm sure like people at work they don't know. They don't notice. No. And That's really about all we deal with. <laughs> yeah. Us, yeah. our parents, and the kids and then people you work with mm-hmm. and soon the people I work with too just got to find out who those people are going to be once I can find a job yeah <laughs> got to get a job here that's uh that's that's uh after we get child care figured out get yeah. settled into our house get child care figured out well we need to get your job figured out first we, well, yeah. we talked about that like yeah. I'm I otherwise I would have started advertising I would have started like advertising for a nanny <laughs> yeah yeah we got to Already, I, yeah, that. <laughs> I saw a few jobs. I did some looking. Okay. So, yeah, once we get settled into the house and get your car here too, because mm-hmm. we got to have two vehicles if we're both going to be working. That's a good point. Yeah. Unless I can find something close enough to walk to. Is there anything close enough to walk Not to? Not that I've found. <laughs> but you never know. I guess I work at the gas station. No, I'm not working at a gas station. Not if you, not anything against, you know, if you work at a gas station, nothing against that. Just, you know, 
I do actually have skills, like a, a, a trade. Yeah, you're kind of old to like that, yeah. go start working in a gas station. Yeah, I'm fucking 40. <laughs> this is so funny, too, because I went you know, and said, I'm going to go start working in a kitchen when we moved to Hawaii. Yeah, I, I remember. did. It was good for a while, too. You did. And then you were all pissed off because they wanted you to like actually work when people came like for dinner and to drink at the bar, which is at night. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, that was the thing. Because like, when I talked to her, I was like, you know, I'm mostly available during the day because I have a family I want to be with at night. She's like, yeah, there's no problem. We have a big lunch rush and everything. I was like, all right, cool. Mm. And then I started and it was, oh, no, I want you to work a lot of nights and weekends. I'm like, no, Mm -hmm. we talked about this. Go fuck yourself. And then I found out she was crazy. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. oh, that explains it. You are fucking psycho and don't know how to run a business. Yeah. And the night staff that she had there was a bunch of petulant children Mm -hmm. that threw fits over everything when they showed up. Never showed up on time. Most of the time didn't show up at all. Were one day high as fuck, the next day coked up out of their mind, the next day drunk. You just, you know, you never know what you were going to get with the yeah. the nighttime crew coming in. Yeah, fuck all that. That's So I was like, I'm going back to electrical work. <laughs> well, the pay was way better. It was like twice as much yeah, doing and, electrical work. And it was funny, too, because I was like, I'm going to send my resume out to a couple places less than 24 hours later the guy was you know my boss it was like yep yeah, when when can you start and mm-hmm. I, I had a job offer in 24 hours so mm-hmm. that's the beauty of being an electrician and an experienced electrician yeah. is you can go find a job fucking anywhere so well maybe you'll find a job that was similar to the one you had right when we left Texas saw an ad for a similar type thing so just not sure the area it covers is the problem. So I think it was more Baltimore and South Baltimore area. Mm-hmm. But I'll find something. Mm-hmm. It'll work out. But good podcast. We, we made it over an hour. I see that. Oh, um, what was the story that you were told? Haley told you a story. You oh, right now? God. Nah, we'll save that. Save that for next time. I just remembered what it was. I'm surprised you want to talk about it again. Uh, you know, it's a good story. I'm not, you know, hey, I, I told the panty sniffing story of hers, so fair game. This, you know, she owes me one. So I wish we'd have done a podcast when she was there at that. Mm-hmm. So we should have told her like, hey, just hang out. We're gonna do a podcast tonight. We will get the baby to bed. We'll do a podcast. She could work the next day. Yeah, she could. She has to drive a long ways not- for work anyway. She'd have been all right. Not everybody has been not working for well over a year, Jason. <laughs> oh, that would have been funny, though. It would have been fun to have her on the podcast. It would have been. The, we would have had to do it while she, during the day while she was there. Like, yeah. She had to work the next day. I know. But yeah, we'll tell that story next time, then. So tune in to the next episode of the Adulting Under the Influence podcast for the payback story about me foretelling the panty sniffing story that's not it wasn't a payback story well not a payback but just she like she was just like oh hey you need some do you need a jason story like, well she was like i gotta think about it. you know after jason kind of put me on blast on the whole panty sniffer thing you need any good stories about him because i got one <laughs> and i'm like oh shit mm. and when she said that i was like oh man what is she what story she got like i couldn't think i was like i couldn't think because of anything probably countless no i just couldn't think of anything i'm like mm-hmm. i don't know what she is gonna be and then when she told it i was like oh fuck
fuck I forgot all about that so that's <laughs> not even the part that I want I want to like dwell on oh I know what you want to do <laughs> the part you dwelled on for days afterwards you mean, like one day when I stopped when you gave me shit about two or three shitty? no it was like one day <laughs> actually it was just that night that night I commented on it again and you were like oh come on maybe. no it was the next day okay it was the next day. Or two days later, or something. It was the next day. I said something, a month and you later, and you made me let it feel go. shitty about it. So <laughs> fuck you. I love you, Jean. Fuck off. <laughs> it is the Adulting Under the Influence podcast. I'm Jason. I'm Jean. Let's go get in the shower. Come on. We'll go kiss some makeup. Mm. Eh. We'll see. <laughs> shower time. Come on. Ladies and gentlemen, join us next time. <laughs> Please? Bye. Come on. Shower? Let's do this. No? Yes? I'm going to hit you. I'm going to kick you in the dick. <laughs> oh. That is not the hitting I was hoping for.